Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. You're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Good morning, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. It is so great to have you with me. You know, last week I was in Jamaica for several days. I'd never been there before. And within hours of landing, I almost booked a flight to come home. I was in such a kind of a funky place. I was, you know, covered with humidity and wearing jeans, and it was just not vibing with me, all right, to be honest. It was tough. I went there specifically, as you will hear in the upcoming uh, talk that I share, I went there specifically to connect with a particular person. Uh, She's become a great friend. Her name is Jessie Harris-Bouton, and you've heard her on the podcast here before, and she's a business coach, and we've just become really good friends, and I went there as part of an entrepreneurial network, and I was going to meet her in person and us, you know, collaborate and connect and all these things. And you'll hear me say that in the upcoming recording that I'm sharing. But she wasn't able to show up. Sure, her flight was delayed. It was a challenging thing. And so she ended up just not coming. And it was very disappointing to me. But I was very surprised by all the good things that happened in the subsequent days. So I am sharing with you Today, a recording from our Sunday morning Solarize. I host every Sunday morning on our Inspiration Rising Facebook page, something called Solarize, to prepare your heart for the week ahead, to help you be filled up, to pour out into your clients and customers. You know, I know as a soul-inspired coach, entrepreneur, or a leader in your workplace, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. You got to be filled up and ready to get out there. And so that's why I created Solarize to help you prepare your heart for the week ahead, to help your soul arise and be refreshed. So if you're interested in checking that out, it's at, uh, let's see, facebook.com slash inspo rising, facebook.com slash inspo rising. And you can listen to previous weeks there. I've been actually putting the talk here on the podcast and maybe re-recording it. But this week, It was just so heartfelt and good. I just wanted to share the actual recording from Facebook. Um, So you'll hear the audio from that. And I'll refer to some people that are watching live. But um, I really think that this could be a profound message for you about embracing others. And uh, so anyway, uh, let's jump into the actual talk itself from Solarize this previous Sunday morning. Well, good morning, friends. Uh, if we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter. I'm the founder of Rise Up Business Academy and the host of the Inspiration Rising podcast. And it's just great to have you with me here for our third Soul Arise. This is just the third week that I've been hosting this time. It's a sacred space for us to set aside all the things that we're working on in order to prepare our hearts for the week ahead. That's the whole goal. And so my assumption is you're a coach, you're an entrepreneur, you're a leader in your workplace in some way. And I just know that so many of us are so focused on pouring into our clients and customers that oftentimes we're left with not much uh, inside of us. And the truth is you can't pour from an empty cup. Right? You can't give away what you don't have. And so I thought, man, let me just create a sacred space every Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Pacific time. Of course, you may be watching this live or via um, replay. If you're watching whether either live or replay, let me know where you're watching from just so we can say hi. I know I've got some friends on this morning. It's great to have you guys. And uh, you're welcome to invite your friends. This is always uh, available for them to watch. So this time is to help your soul arise and be 
refreshed. That is the entire purpose of our um, time together. And so we're actually in a three-week series. Um, last week, uh, what's oh, called Embracing Again, if you if you weren't aware of that. And the reason why I titled that is because we've been in the middle of this year-long pandemic, right? More than a year. Am I right? It's more than a year. And we live in different parts. I know some of you are watching from outside the country. Some of you are um, here outside the country. How how U.S. centric is that? Outside of the United States, how about we say that? Um, because I, I love having friends from all over the globe the, that uh, connect here. So um, we have different people at different stages of the pandemic kind of waning or going away. And I'm here in the United States in California. And just like a week ago, we were able to take our masks off. And so good morning, Laura, Laura and Talia and Kristen. It's great to have you guys. Anybody else jumping in, feel free to uh, leave where you're watching from. It's great to say hi. So um, I shared last week um, about what it looks like to embrace ourselves again. That um, I shared how when I take, took my mask off going into the grocery store for the first time, I felt naked. I felt like, whoa. And I realized that I had been using a physical mask as a psychological shield that had allowed me to kind of take a step back from connecting with people and just kind of hide behind that mask. Right? And so what would it look like for me to take off that mask and be willing to be more vulnerable? As Brene Brown talked to us, um, or shared, I shared the quote from her last week, that that vulnerability is the very essence of relationships and connection. I was like, I don't want to be vulnerable. I'd rather like stay safe. You know, but like my heart is crying out to embrace again. And, you know, at the height of the pandemic, um, and this could be the same for you. I just saw in Sydney, Australia, you know, they're just locked down again for a couple of weeks that um, I would see people out in public. If I'm going to the grocery store or something, I was like, it's kind of scared of them. Like anybody, if you, if this is true for you, give me an emoji or something, give me a high five in the comments. Cause I'd see people out in the public. If I saw you out in public, I'd be like, like, I'd be scared of you. Cause I thought you might have the plague of death COVID and I don't want to be near you. So I don't want to touch you. I don't want to talk to you. I want to be away from you. Like you're scary. Okay, because you might have it and I don't want it. Well, the problem is when the pandemic starts to wane and we start to take off our masks, that still that that residue of fear or nervousness about other people is still there inside of us. Right? That doesn't just go away. Like so we can still have this sense of disconnection from people. So that's why I'm wanting to talk about embracing again, because if you are a soul-inspired coach, entrepreneur, a leader in your workplace, you guys, we need to embrace again. We need to embrace ourselves. We need to embrace other people, and we need to embrace the world at large, which is what I'm going to be talking about next Sunday. So um, today, uh, I want to share with you a, uh, a very vulnerable story um, I find that I am uh, not always super vulnerable when I'm on the podcast or even on these videos. And I just felt like, man, um, sometimes the best way for me to get across a lesson that I'm learning is by sharing real vulnerably about things that I have experienced. And so I'm going to do that today. And I hope that you'll receive that with um, a sense of grace. Because um, uh, I, I, frankly, I like to come off as perfect. Like, who... <laughs> I'm not perfect, right? Ask my wife and kids. <clears throat> but uh, I like to feel like I'm perfect because I, you know, I like that's performing, right? So, well, today I'm going to share with you. I'm not really that perfect and uh, share with you a vulnerable story. But before I do that, 
I want to take a time, just a moment here for us to take a couple of deep breaths, and I'm going to lead us in uh, a prayer. And so if you want to just um, close your eyes if you want to, and uh, and kind of just get in a, in, a, in a peaceful place, peaceful posture, let's go ahead and take a, a, three deep breaths in together. Go ahead. And out. Feels good, right? Let's do another one. And out. Just releasing all the stress and anxiety, worries from last week, worries about the future week. One more, big one in. And out. God, we acknowledge that we acknowledge that we came from you, our source that you're the creator of all that we see and experience here. And for that, we are incredibly thankful. We're thankful for the bodies that you've given us, the minds, our hearts, our souls. We're just thankful. We're thankful for our friends and our family. We're thankful for the world around us. Even in the midst of all the challenges that we face, we, we begin by coming to you this morning and saying, we are thankful. I ask this morning, God, that you would allow me to share vulnerably, help me to remember all the things that I want to share, and that it would come across in a way that was just like this gift from you through me. If you could just kind of use me as a conduit or a funnel of your love and to the people that are watching this morning and my friends that are joining, I just ask that you would do that. So we're thankful. And I ask that you would um, help us be aware of your presence in our life, that we would sense your love and your grace. One more big deep breath in. And out. If you want to go ahead and open your eyes. That felt good. It felt good. Well, last Monday... Hello, Kim. Hi, Kelly. Good to see you guys. Um, and I encourage you guys to connect with each other in the in the uh, comments, getting to know each other. That's part of what wanting uh, this place to be as well as a place of connection. Well, last Monday, I landed in a country that I had never been to before, uh, Jamaica. And uh, I, I, I wore... Um, I, I think it was a t-shirt. I had a Patagonia coat on because, you know, the, the airplanes can be so cold. And I had on jeans and tennis shoes and I get off the plane and it just is like this, like this wave of humidity, just like it was seriously, it was like this. I mean, it was like a slap on the face. This humidity is so intense. You got to realize I live in Southern California. There is zero humidity. I walk out my door. I mean, it is just like 60s. Just beautiful this morning. Took a walk on the beach yesterday morning. It's just beautiful. No humidity. Does it look like Jamaica? No. But does it feel amazing? Yes, I live in heaven. Okay. I'm walking into humidity. I'm sweating already. I've got these jeans. I'm feeling all sticky. And I'm walking into this. Um, well, first of all, I get on a bus. Okay. I get on a bus and I get on with four people I don't know. All right. Now, why am I going to Jamaica? I'm going to a 
a gathering of entrepreneurs, all right? And I joined this organization about six months ago because my friend Jesse, who I met online, she's a business coach. She said, Dave, I think this would be a great community for you to be a part of. I think you'd be able to bring things to the table. I think they would be able to help you. I think you'd be, it would just be great. And so this organization was gathering together a certain level of, you know, people that joined at a certain level. Frankly, it's kind of like an MLM kind of thing. Um, and I've never done MLMs before. So I was a little leery, but it was like, okay, these are kind of my peeps, like they're entrepreneurs. So I, uh, I'm going on this trip. I'm going to Jamaica. All right. I'm going to meet Jesse. I honestly, that's the number one reason why I was going to Jamaica was because I was going to meet my friend, Jesse that I had met online. Who's a business coach. I could learn from her. She could learn from me. We could be friends. It's just great. She's an amazing person. So I get there, I load this bus and there are three people. There are four people on the bus, three of which I don't know how much energy or, or like they had more energy than the entire nation of Jamaica combined. They were just, bah, 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 bah. they were like, I had never seen each other before. They're talking loud and it's just obnoxious. It's just so much. And I'm sitting there and I just put in an earbud and another earbud. Right? And I had my mask on because in Jamaica, you got to wear a mask. So I'm hiding behind my psychological shield, like I talked about last week. And I put in my earbuds and I'm just like, oh God, help me. This feels so overwhelming. It's just humidity and these people are just talking so loud. <laughs> They're just so obnoxious. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then I get off the bus after a 45 minute bumpy ride, felt like I was in India. And then I walk into this um, beautiful resort. It's pretty beautiful. It wasn't like the, I mean, it's pretty beautiful. It's pretty beautiful. And it's hot. And I check in and you know what they said? They said, it was around 12 o'clock, okay? And they said, oh, your room won't be ready till three. I'm like, three o'clock? I gotta wait two, three hours in these jeans in the hot humidity. I'm like, oh, well, you can go to this buffet or this buffet. And I'm like, okay, I'll go to a buffet. I got this big backpack on because I got like books to read that I never read. I got my laptop in there um, to check my email. So I'm, I'm walking around and I'm seeing like, all these people in like swimsuits and looking all hot and sexy, right? And I'm like in jeans and tennis shoes and I'm just sweating. So I go down to this buffet. I go down and frankly, I'm thinking, oh, I'm hungry. It's going to be good. The food was meh, meh. Like resort, ah, uh, meh. I wouldn't consider myself an incredible foodie, but it was like meh food. So I eat the food and I'm just going, oh. now I got to tell you, this is where the vulnerability part comes in. The two, if you've been a part of Rise Up Business Academy or hung out with me in any of the courses or things that I've done, you will know that I teach about lies and truths and that we have lies inside of our head. They are those dark, limiting beliefs that prevent us from showing up fully as ourselves and being just bringing all our gifts to the world. And like little proverbial devil on one shoulder and angel on the other, right? Little devil character, little lies of truth. The two biggest lies that I have dealt with my entire life are that I'll never be enough and that people don't like me or want to be with me. I'll never be enough and people don't like me or want to be with me. And I have worked on that and will continue to work on it. And at 48 years old, I feel like I'm still working on it. And I'm nervous coming into this event because I don't know anybody. I know a few people from online, like just a little bit. And I know Jesse, who's my friend. Okay. So I'm not good enough. 
well, I'm feeling like oh, my business is so like it's just not good enough. I'm not helping enough people. If I were if I was helping more people, I would I would finally be enough, right? Showing up. So I'm showing up going, I'm embarrassed of like my business. I'm embarrassed of the people, like the amount of people that I help. I'm embarrassed of um you know, I've done all these different weird things in life. I don't have one focus. I've been a pastor. I've been like this marketing person. I've been a filmmaker. Now I'm doing inspiration. Like, Dave, can you just get your act together? Most successful people in life, they're doing one thing. Okay, Dave, they're doing one thing. Just get, no, Dave, you've been all over the place, right? People don't like me or want to be with me. Oh man, I am like old, like I'm the old person. I'm not like, you know, like all, I'm coming from California. Everybody's like super fit, hot and sexy, right? Lies, lies, all this crazy stuff, right? So I go back to, I finally get in my uh, resort room and I'm having, I'm rooming with somebody, okay? Because because this organization puts you with a roommate. The first night I'm by myself. So, uh, and I told him, I want two beds. I don't really want to sleep with a stranger. I'm okay sleeping in the same room with a stranger. I'm hoping that he won't kill me, okay? I'm hoping that. Worse yet, I'm hoping that he won't do something else. I'm like, really, right? I walk in, there's one bed. I'm like, one bed. So now I've got like hot, sweaty jeans. I got one bed. I've eaten a meh buffet and I'm feeling worthless and I'm feeling like I don't know these people. And like, I just was on a bus with ah, loud, obnoxious people and I'm just laid in bed. And you know what I said to myself? I said, you know what? I'm just going to go home. I am just going to go home. This trip wasn't that much money. I don't really care. I don't even care how much money it was. I'm just going to go home because I don't want to, I don't like all these feelings that I'm feeling. I'm feeling way too vulnerable. I'm feeling way too vulnerable. I'm feeling vulnerable in the heat. I'm feeling vulnerable with the food. I'm feeling vulnerable, right? What did we learn last week? That vulnerability means when you're outside of your comfort zone, when you're feeling like things are unfamiliar. That's what Brene Brown taught us last week, that we're vulnerable when we feel like we're outside of our comfort zone or when things are unfamiliar. And I'm laying on that bed and I, I, I called my wife and I was like, babe, I'm not in good place. And I don't say that very often. I was like, babe, I am not in a good place. And she's like, what? What's going on? And I told her all the things. And she's like, well, you have the freedom to come home. Like, you can just board it, get a ticket, and just come home if you want. And I knew that. Like, I had that freedom. I had that freedom. I wasn't stuck in Jamaica. I could go. And I looked over to my left, and there was this giant beautiful bathtub that had like the jets in it, you know? I don't have one of those at home. And I'm looking at that thing, and I'm like, First of all, it's in the middle of the room. So I'm thinking, if I had a roommate right now, there's a giant bathtub in the middle of the room with nothing holding it back. I don't have a roommate. So all right now, I better take advantage of this. Because if we comes tomorrow, if he comes tomorrow and I'm in the middle of this and he walks in and I'm all with <laughs> the bubble bath. <laughs> you know, it's like covering myself with the bubbles. So I got in that bathtub. I started the hot water and I got the jets going because you got to get the water up certain high. Otherwise, the jets are all, you know, trying to blow air with nothing there. So I I got the jets going. I have no bubble bath. It's not like a packed bubble bath. So I looked over at the, you know, the, uh, you know, all the things that the hotel leaves you. And so I got out of the bath. I'm all wet. I got water all over the floor. I'm naked, right? Because I'm like, oh my God, I hope I hope that roommate doesn't come a day early and come in. And I'd be like, Bleh. so 
I get the the shampoo, the, the hair shampoo, and I just start dumping it in the tub. I don't know if it's going to work. Two minutes later, it is just, just bubbles everywhere. And the jets are going, and I'm just laying there. And there's a mirror straight ahead, literally a mirror straight ahead. And part of me was thinking, I should take a selfie. I should, t- I should, t- I should totally take a selfie like this. And I thought... Nobody wants to see me in a bubble bath in bed. Like, that's not, that's weird. Like, that's weird. Like, nobody's going to, people would be like reporting that to Instagram. Like, old man in bubble bath taking a picture of himself. Report. I laid there and it just felt so good. I just meditated. I put on the meditation channel. I have two, like two channels I listen to on Spotify. One's meditation. One's, I just, right. And um, I took a shower after that get all the soap off me and I was I feel I'm feeling okay I'm feeling okay and then I got a message on Voxer from my friend Jesse and she said hey there are a couple people there that are part of my coaching group that have joined this organization you should meet up with them for dinner and so I thought okay well they probably aren't gonna like me but I mean I was in a dark place I was in a dark place and so I messaged them right and I messaged this so one uh her name is Hillary I never met Hillary before ever Okay. And then one name was Talia. And I've been connecting with Talia a little bit on Facebook because she's part of our team of this, you know, organization. And I was like, okay, they're they're here with their husbands. And so we we met for dinner at the Poseidon of uh, of seafood place. I don't even like seafood. Like, I mean, I like fried shrimp. That's about I don't like all that other stuff. So we go and we meet for dinner, and I was like, okay. All right, I'm meeting people. This is great. You guys, I'm slight introvert. For me to meet people, my anxiety just goes, right? So we have dinner together. And you know what I do when I, uh, I know it's a long story. I'm getting somewhere though. Will you hang with me? Will you, if you'll hang with me, will you just give me like, give me a little love in the, in the comments, just like a heart emoji or something. Like if you're hanging with me, cause I'm going somewhere, this is going to rock your world. So we're sitting there at dinner. And uh, of course, I'm the only one without my wife there because my wife, we just blah, blah, blah. And I'm, what I do when I'm nervous is I get serious and quiet, serious and quiet, all right? Because I feel like if I'm serious and quiet, nothing can go wrong, all right? I can't say something that's going to offend somebody. I can't do something that's wacky. I just serious and quiet. And we're just hanging out and Talia, <laughs> she... I don't even know if it's Talia or Talia. I hate that. I wish I could get that. I'll just tell you, Talia. I uh, I think she's watching, so maybe you could correct me. Talia looks at me and says, "What happened to the online Dave? What happened to the fun and like playful Dave? Like, why are you so quiet and serious?" I'm like, mm, "I'm okay. Am I okay? Am I okay?" So now I get called out. So now it's like I'm like, you know, oh great. Now I feel naked now. So I started slowly, kind of becoming more myself. Now, have you ever noticed that? That when you feel nervous or anxious around other people, not because they've done something, but it's just your own anxiety, your own fears, your own insecurities, that maybe you transform the way that you act in order to somehow put up a a, a mask or a shield to protect yourself. Because if I were to really reveal who I am with these four people that I have just met, the possibility of, of, of them laughing at me or thinking that I'm not enough or, or, uh, or somehow rejecting me 
like the stakes feel high to me. And I'm like, why? These are, I don't, I don't even know if I'll ever see these people again. Why does it matter? And then I started slowly like going, okay, I think this is safe. I could just be more myself. And you know what I do when I am myself is I am playful. Like I am playful. And um, so I started, you know, making a couple of jokes here and there. First of which I ordered the um, uh, plantain stuffed chicken. All right, because that's what you do at a seafood restaurant, right? You order the plantain stuffed chicken. I'm thinking, sweet, we're in like Jamaica. There's plantains. There's going to be luscious, just plantains just stuffed in this chicken. It's going to just be amazing. And so I get this chicken, and it's a beautiful plate. It's got this puree stuff, and it's, it's good, much better than the buffet. And I cut into the chicken, and I'm looking at it, and I looked over at Lucas, Talia's husband, who's sitting next to me. I'm like, you see any plantain in this? He got the same thing. I'm like, where's your plantain? There's no, there's no plantain in this chicken. The waiter comes over and I'm starting, I'm like, dude, there's no plantain. And he pointed it out. I kid you not, the plantain inside this chicken was that small. It was that small. Okay, so I I start being playful and Talia says, you, you are, you know who you remind me of? I'm like, oh my God, here it comes again. It's, I wish it's not, it's not Brad Pitt. Like that's who I wish she was going to say. It wasn't Matthew McConaughey, right? All right, all right, all right. No, it was not him. No, no. It's Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. That is who she says. You are so much like Will Ferrell. I'm like, why can it not be somebody who's like hot and sexy and super smart? And like, no, 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 no. So I just did myself. Right. I'm just being myself. And I'm like, okay. And you know what's interesting? Wow. Hillary, Hillary, Hillary says she really likes, you know, connecting with people. And she, she was, uh, I know you don't know these people, but you, will you just hang with me here? Because I'm going somewhere. And Hillary, Hillary was, um, she's like, I just want to be everybody's friend. I just want to be everybody's friend. And you know what she was too? She was opinionated. I mean, whoa, that girlfriend was opinionated. And I was like, wow, she's sewing up as like her full self. She was sewing up as her full self. It felt that way. I don't know her. I'm, like, I'm just getting to know her. And then Talia, I mean, she was, she was extra. Like she was, she's just full heart. And then she was extra. Uh. I think that's not, I think it's supposed to be two syllables. It's three extra. Uh, right. And that, she's extra. And she's, and I, and I was like, I like these gals. This is really cool. Now, why am I talking about the ladies? Because they are there. They're the entrepreneurs in their families. The husbands are along for the journey and not to say that they're not entrepreneurs, but I'm connecting with them. And so I'm like, oh, interesting. But I like I like them showing up as their full self. Yeah, I like when they show up as their full self. And here's what I start realizing. When I show up as my full self, I give people the opportunity to experience my unique personality, Okay. I get to be myself. How does that feel? It feels more free. It feels more comfortable. I don't feel like locked up or restricted. All right. Uh, when I show up as my full self, people start to be able to experience my unique giftedness. So I started to be able to, over the course of several days with these gals and others who I'll talk about in a minute, be able to just give ideas freely. Not because I was trying to fix them or try, like I had an agenda. I was just like, oh, here's an idea. Here's something. Here, here's something what I see inside of you. Right. And so when I show up with my full self, I'm able to give that away right? Uh, when I show up as my full self, you know what I also do inadvertently, and this is true, right? For us who are coaches, entrepreneurs, and leaders is that um, 
we both attract and repel. We both attract and repel when we show up as our full selves. And that's actually a good thing because I'm going to attract the people who want to be with me, who like my style, who like what I have to offer, and they want to hang around me. But I'll simultaneously repel people, not in a negative way, but just like they don't resonate. And so I'm not for them. And that's okay. But I'm nervous about repelling everybody. So when I don't, when I don't show up as my full self, you know what I do? I end up not being able to give my unique personality, not being able to give my unique gifts and talents, and not being able to attract and repel. If I'm not showing up as my full self, I'm not being authentic, and I might even be repelling everybody. But when you show up as your full self, you are attracting people who love you and think you're the most amazing thing, and they need your unique personality, and they need your giftedness. And so in order to embrace others, I believe that I must show up as my full self because they'll be able to embrace me and and I have the opportunity to embrace them. If I'm not showing up as my full self, I'm too busy trying to hide who I really am. And when I'm busy hiding who I really am, I can't be there with my arms open wide to embrace others. Why? Because I've got my arms up trying to hide who I really am. Does this make sense? If it makes sense, like give me give me some feedback here in the comments. I want to know if this is making sense. All right, I'm, I'm seeing a little bit here. I appreciate it. Good to see you, Jackie. Um, so, and by the way, Jackie, Hillary lives in Vancouver, Washington. She'd love to connect with you. You guys would love each other, Hillary and Jackie. You guys have to see each other. I told her that, Jackie. So then. All right, so I'm learning this. I'm learning this in order to in order as I show up as my soul self and I can embrace others. Now. The next day, the next day I'm at the pool. Now, I will tell you part of my own insecurity is not only that um, I uh, am worried about um, uh, me being enough in terms of business and also me being, well, oh, 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 I do not want to forget this. If I'm there to serve others, it doesn't matter what my, the performance is of my business because then when I get into like proving myself mode, I'm having, I'm in my head and thinking I'm not doing a good enough job at this, that, and the other. But when I'm there to serve others, showing up as my full self to serve others, then that all goes away and I'm there just to give. I want to make sure you got that. Okay. So the next day, um, I'm like, okay, next day is pool day. Great pool day. Because as somebody who is anxious about themselves, you know, the greatest place, the the most amazing place that you want to put that person is basically naked in front of people that they have just met or never met. I mean, that is the place you want to put anybody who takes anti-anxiety medication. I mean, I, I love being pretty much naked in front of people I don't know. So I show up at the pool. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Okay, let's just take the shirt off. Just show the little extra nipples and a little extra here and a little extra there. And the, you know, six pack went away at 21. So, and I, and I, and I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, do you want to be one of those people that wears a t-shirt in the pool? Or maybe I could just get a one piece. Like, you know how chicks wear you, Like you go, I'm going to just wear one piece in order to kind of cover up and pull in and stuff. They don't have one pieces for guys. I wish they did. Like, that could be an idea. I could make a one piece. Okay, so I show up and um, there is this woman there who I had met online. I had seen her online as part of our team and we had done some collaboration, some things together. And she has this hair that is amazing. It's this 
bright blonde hair and it's got this blue streak and this pink streak in it. And she goes by Super K. Okay, she doesn't have a name. She's just a Super K. I, I think she has been a, um, a professional wrestler in her previous life. I, I do. I seriously think so. Because she could kick your butt. She really could. And um, I had met her in the lobby. And I was just kind of like, hey, hey. And now I'm going to just tell you about this woman. I was intimidated by this woman. She's like all of her. She's She's got these chrome extensions. She's got a seven-figure business. She's um, She's beautiful. She's super smart. And she's just like intense. Okay. And so I'd done a little interaction with her online. I'm intimidated. I'm like, oh my God, I, I kind of want to avoid this gal. Um, so I get there and boom, she's there in the pool. And you know, you know what I love to do? I love to ask people questions. It's like, why well, I have a podcast because I love, hang with me, hang with me. I've given you some nuggets. I've got, we're going over time here a little bit because I think this is a good story. And just hang with me because I got some more nuggets here for you. So I'm now, of course, pretty much naked in the pool. I mean, I'm wearing my Speedo. Red, white, and blue one. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've got shorts on. And I'm swimming around, hanging out with, you know, Talia and Hillary and their husbands. And it's super fun, super fun getting to know them. And then Kristen shows up. This is Super K. Okay. Her actual name is Kristen. Super K is in, is her in the ring name, in the in the battle ring. Kristen is her, you know, normal name. She's got a hat on, so I can't see the crazy hair. And uh, I just start asking her questions. Okay. Now, as I start asking her questions, all of that, all of those thoughts about being intimidated by her, my thoughts of her being inaccessible, I saw her as inaccessible because she's got like this outfit and this kind of, it's almost like a, it's a persona that she's created online in order to draw attention to herself to build the seven figure business, which is insane, unbelievable. And I am, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm nervous. I'm like, oh, I don't want to say something stupid. You know what I mean? And, and so I, but of course I just ask questions, getting to know her. And you know what? She's the sweetest person ever. Just so kind, so amazing, great wife and mom and amazing business owner and accessible. Now what's amazing is in the middle of the pandemic, when we get separated, kind of disconnected from people, and then we come back, we can have our pre-existing ideas about that person. We can have our prejudices, right? Prejudging someone, not just even based on the color of their skin or their socioeconomic status or whatever it might be, but it is so easy. It's just what we do. Part of it's out of um, instinct to protect ourselves. Part of it's out of, you know, kind of funkiness, trying to one up each other. Um, but we have thoughts about other people. And the more my thoughts that I pigeonhole someone, that I think of them in a certain way, it prevents me from embracing them again. When I pigeonhole someone, when I, have a, when I think about them a certain way, now I know that's just naturally what we do, but what's crazy is when I don't think of them in a uh, certain way, when I think of them in a certain way and I and I can't get beyond that, I can't embrace them and they can't embrace me because I've got a predetermined idea about them. Okay, so so um, when I'm able to allow people to just be themselves, if I could create a safe space like Hillary and Talia did the night before at the dinner, they created a safe space for me to just be me, then 
what if I was able to create a safe space for Kristen to show up to just be her and me not lock her into a certain way of thinking about her, okay? Same thing when I met Kelly Block the next day. I'm like, this girl is fierce. I mean, her eyes could just, she like helps you with your posture and she's like a workout. So she's like buff and she's like fierce, like just single mom. And I'm like, mm, I'm kind of scared of her. She's so scary. I'm like, oh, she, you know what? She is scary. She'd probably take you behind a bush and cut you if you mess with her kids. But she will love you and get you in shape and help your posture go well. And Allie P, Allie Porter, this other gal, she's so kind. I mean, she's just kind. I had preconceptions of her being super kind. And you know what? You know what's so funny? This is the funny thing is I had these perceptions of this gal, Allie Porter, being so kind. And when her phone got lost, she turned into like this, where is my phone? And I was like, oh, that's cool. I like that. I like that. Because, because when we have a preconceived idea of a certain person, um, we don't allow them to just show up and be fully themselves. And so part of embracing, again, whether you're a coach, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a leader in your workplace, as we are in, like, engaging with more and more people now, as the pandemic is, um, subsides, I want to challenge you to do two things. One, to ask yourself today, what would it show up to, what would it look like for you to show up fully as yourself? What would it look like? Confident that you're inspired, you're loved, you're enough. You are all those things. You are so valuable as you are and allow people to experience the fullness of who you are. Now, I'm going to tell you, this feels very, very vulnerable to share this because it feels so ridiculous. But when Kelly Block says, wow, your voice is amazing. Like your voice just, it's just so compelling. I'm like, really? Really? When Kristen says, I don't know why you don't find yourself attractive. Like I saw, like I haven't heard from a guy they thought you were, I'm like, Really? That feels awkward. Like, that feels really awkward. What? When I have, you know, uh, somebody like Hillary that just goes, oh, I just, I really appreciate your insight. I really appreciate what you're offering here. And, and so each person's saying something positive about me. And I'm like, I don't even see myself that way. And that's part of my journey, right? That's part of my own journey. And so when others create a safe space for me, when they create a safe space for you, you can show up and be yourself. And those are the people that you want to hold tight. Those are the people that you want to hold close because those are your people. That's your tribe, right? That's your, that's your family. That's your community. And the people that don't get you and you're kind of, they kind of are repelled from you. It's okay. Because it has nothing to do with your value. It has nothing to do with your worth. It has nothing to do with your enoughness. It doesn't have anything to do with your beauty, your humor, your smarts. None of it. It's just they're not your people. You can still embrace them and say, I love you and I care about you. So this week, what would it look like for you to show up fully as yourself, knowing that you'll attract some and repel others and that's okay. It has nothing to do with your value. 
And what would it look like for you to create a safe space for other people? Just like Talia and Hillary did for me. And ultimately, frankly, I'll be honest, what Kristen did for me as well is that they created this safe space for me to be me and then affirmed who I was. And you know what it was? It was healing. It was healing. And I believe that we have the ability to be conduits of the divine love to heal and be healed. I really believe that. I really believe that. The lyrics from that song today that Chris Rice wrote, I want to read this line to you. It says, so carry your candle Run to the darkness, seek out the lonely, the tired and worn, and hold out your candle for all to see it. Take your candle and go light your world. I will tell you that just over a few days, Talia and Hillary and Kristen and Allie and Kelly and Samara and others that maybe I'm forgetting their names, Brittany, like they brought their candle kind of into some of my darkness and brought light and brought some hope and brought some healing because we all need that. And my hope is, is that I took my candle and brought it into each of their lives and brought some hope and brought some healing, and brought some help. Because you guys, that's why we're doing what we're doing. You are a soul-inspired coach, entrepreneur, or leader. You're not here just to have a movement of information from one brain to another. You are here because you're part of a movement of the heart. You are here to move hearts no matter what you're offering in terms of selling your products or services. You are here to move hearts. And my heart was moved this past week. And I felt like I embraced others again in a really special way. And I felt like I was embraced. And I want that for you too. I want that for you too. So what does it look like this week for you to show up fully as yourself? And what does it look like for you to create space for other people to show up as themselves? And in the process that you would embrace others again. I'd love to give you a blessing as we wrap up here. And uh, sorry, this went way over our normal 30 minutes. Normal. What's normal? We've been doing this three weeks together. Okay. Um, Hey, if this has been beneficial to you, feel free to share it with others. And I'm going to be back here again on Sunday. We're going to be wrapping up this series with talking about embracing the world. And I want you to be part of that. But I want to give you a blessing. And because we're a movement of the heart, I want to invite you wherever you are, just put your hands over your heart just as a way to receive this blessing. May you know that we need you to show up fully as yourself. I need you to show up fully as yourself. I want to see all your extraness. I want to feel all of your amazing personality. I want to see your gifts and talents. Why? Because I need them. I need them. And others need them. We also need each other to create space, to be ourselves, 
And so I want you to know that this solarized space is a space where I hope you feel like you can be yourself, bringing all of who you are. This week, may you create space for other people in your life to just be themselves. It doesn't mean that you have to hang out with them all the time, but by bringing your candle into that that place of loneliness or that place of darkness, you are a, a conduit of healing love in their life. And so may you have the courage to show up and create space for others this week to be themselves. Go in God's grace. Have a great week. Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor, share it with a friend, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved, not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity.